Live from the apartment. Hey, are we on? We're on. Oh, shit. Mary Glazer. I'm Jimmy Seleski. Uh, and this is a little pre-cap, a little pre-episode that's before. A word, that's a word that I learned from you today. Yeah, I don't think I don't it's a real, a real word. I was, Dude, I was using it all day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally. Uh, just, like, telling people about us yeah. doing this. <laughs> Everybody was like, dude, what are you doing later? I was like, I just like, pre-cap for, uh, <laughs> I was like, the fuck is a pre-cap, dude? I saw it when you said it, I was like. It's like a recap, but it's before. Yeah. <laughs> it was really, I like that word. It dude. works really well, I'm right? I'm using that. I'm using that for um, sure. But yeah, we just did the uh, live episode from FRS, Four Inch Shoes in Mount Vernon, for the Baltimore Comedy Festival on Monday. The closing night. Closing night. Your boys fucking held it down. We did a, night, a cool little 30-minute podcast. You fucking held it down, dude. Five minutes into it, we realized we weren't recording. Mm-hmm. And honestly, those are probably the best five minutes of the podcast. Yeah, I'm going to say I had three solid jokes the entire time, and one of those was in the opening five yeah. minutes. I was like, damn it, dude. <laughs> dude, we held it down, though. No, we definitely did. It was really it was, was cool. Fun as it fuck. was definitely one of the more interesting experiences of my life. I was... Uh, actually like kind of nervous for it i was like Ooh, what? How yeah is i could tell go? i could tell a little bit well i also drank like i mixed six different types of coffee from a 7-eleven <laughs> yeah. six blocks away dude you're turbocharged dude i was fucking <laughs> amped i couldn't even hold a conversation uh with ivan outside i was like oh what'd you say <laughs> can you repeat that can you say that in the mic <laughs> jimmy we're smoking a cig outside <laughs> what are you doing no but it was really cool it was really fun it was uh it was uh I I was uh I was I was focused on all the all the all the dumb things like uh before the show I was like yo uh, how how are we going to like I was talking to the guy I was like can we dim the lights uh, can we do this can we do that and the guy was like dude it's a shoe store yeah yeah <laughs> I was like all right fine fine <laughs> and I kept dimming the lights and they kept turning it back up I was like all right you know what whatever I'll fucking just do this podcast in broad daylight then. Yeah, I feel like you don't need dim lights for a podcast. Yeah. Spotlights would have been cool though, but you know. Spotlights would have been cool. That'll be for in our next one. But yeah, we rotated in comments. We brought up Ivan first. I thought it was cool. We yeah, both we had were the same supposed idea. to have like a fucking uh, special guest, but he bailed day of. Mm-hmm. Walt Miller uh, of Black Ink. Yeah, banned from the show. podcast. Banned from the podcast. Can never come back, dude. <laughs> never come back, dude. They they're filming or something that day, so he couldn't come down. But uh, but yeah, it worked out. We ended up just like we we talked about it before because you we did that music video shoot mm-hmm. Monday for like the last little pickup shots, mm-hmm. and that'll probably be out on Friday. The so, video, yeah. So Sick. keep an eye out for uh, the Disco Fries Family Affair music video. You'll mm-hmm. see a little live from the studio. We make some cameos. We got Easter some egg, sweet dude. shots from that. Yeah, photo. that was sweet, dude. Yeah, I was like, man. yes, man. That's our new cover for sure. Great. I just saw a good old picture of us too from uh up in New York at Scott's old uh apartment that he was renting from his that cousin. Real? It's like you and me on the couch chilling with like yes. that big apartment in the skyline. Did you did you did you get your hands on it? Uh it's on Instagram. I'll I'll screen grab it sweet, and send it your sweet. way. That's that's all of our content. It's, it's a screen good grabs one, from other people's accounts. <laughs> yeah, Scott took that picture. <laughs> But no, yeah, I was super happy with how the podcast turned out. It really did go well. It really the it audience well. was uh was we kind of got like uh 
definitely during our like last little segment, fucking Ivan texted me and was like, yo, let's switch to the show. Yeah. I think he just wanted it to be like an hour show. Well, I mean. Which was like cool. The thing about the live podcast is like it, it takes a second to like get into the, I mean, it takes a second to get in the flow of any podcast really. Yeah. But like, especially with the live shit, it's like you really can't just, uh, just talk about shit. Yeah. You know? Well, then also like you have to wait for the audience to be on board. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, cause I think, I think a lot of the people that came out, it wasn't even people that coming out for the wall guy. I think it was mainly just for the festival. Yeah. So like, it was dope. So they're like, who the fuck are these guys? And why do I want to hear about how Sunday at the horse went? I don't, <laughs> don't want to hear about that. <laughs> I didn't go for a reason. <laughs> yeah, we kept it like super brief up top. We kind of just like fucked around for a second. Brought some comics in. You'll hear that in a little bit. But, mm-hmm. you know, we just wanted to give the fans a little extra. Because it was only like, like we said, it was only like half hour max. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we recorded the stand-up sets, too. I don't know if we'll include them or not in the final episode. Yeah, we might have some bonus features for you after but, this app. But, yeah, we just wanted to, you know, give back, keep it consistent. I know a couple of listeners maybe <laughs> fucking <laughs> listen on their commutes or some bullshit. And they need um, the full hour, you dude. You need the full hour, dude. They need the full hour You might hour have that hour drive from Croatia to Latvia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> stacking up our ratings. <laughs> <laughs> you may be fucking delivering sugar cane from the fields <laughs> like eight miles to <laughs> the fucking closest town. Maybe you're that one guy on that Hawaiian island of Ungawa or <laughs> island that was that listens to our podcast. You need that, bro. Those boat lo- rides are long as fuck. Mm-hmm. But, you uh, need a cast to fucking chill to. I'm glad it Just happened. two cool guys. I'm glad it happened uh, because, dude, I had myself a fucking day today. And by that, I mean I had a studio session with the producer. Uh, woke up at... So I was supposed to record the lyrics. I was supposed to cr- record the vocals for try today yeah and then last night i realized that i don't have all the lyrics written and so i was like "Ooh, that's not gonna work so then i called the audible and i was like yo we're gonna record the lyrics for a different song went in there and just knocked it the fuck out he brought like a three thousand dollar mic nice super nice preamp and like ran all the lines the guy makes his own xlr cables Damn. Makes them himself. What the fuck? He was like, yeah, I, I just try to like get like the highest quality, so I just make them myself because like you never know. I was like, damn. I feel like if I made a cable myself, it would suck. Yeah, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> but it was really cool. It was really cool. So I got that done, and I just felt like uh, I just felt like on top of the world for the rest of the day. I was like, dude, feels good to do something. Leave. Talked on the phone with Mahedi. We were thinking about doing a little L.A. trip in October. If you're down, we can talk Ooh. about that. Post-cast, that post-pod. Cool. Uh, but, yeah, it was really nice. Fuck, yeah. That sounds very productive. Yeah, and then I came back and, and canceled out all my productivity by playing Legend of Zelda and then Super Smash Brothers for, like, hours. <laughs> and I feel like once you've played Nintendo 64 for two hours, no matter what you did earlier that day, your day cancels out. <laughs> it was bullshit. <laughs> Anytime you can any- look at it like that, or you can look at it like, "Damn, I did a lot today. I'm gonna fucking just chill." Now. Yeah, I did so much today that two hours of Super Smash Brothers didn't even make a dent in my productivity. <laughs> <laughs> didn't even make a dent. 
<laughs> Dude, I mean, you're you were practicing still. Yeah, that is true because I'm tired of fucking losing in my own apartment. <laughs> I think that's embarrassing. You found the best cheap controllers. <laughs> found out which one didn't suck. <laughs> you put all the bots on the highest level. And then almost won. <laughs> and then <laughs> fucking Metroid was pulling through, so you just Dude. shut it off. <laughs> Dude, computers can't complain. Computers can't complain. When they start beating you, you cancel the game. What is computer going to say? <laughs> Please don't turn me off. Don't. don't turn me off. No. I was going to win for the first time. Those computer no. players were just happy to be back in the mix after fucking... 12 years on the shelf, dude. <laughs> They've been sitting there on Dom's nightstand for a decade just waiting for somebody dude, to fucking break out of seen Super Smash Bros. Horrors in that oh, 12 years. Oh my goodness, dude. Dom's nightstand, dude, for 12 years. <laughs> Oof. I feel sorry for that cartridge. Oof. Oof. It's probably why <laughs> only like half of them work. Yeah, dude, because they're on his nice team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Super Smash Bros. like, dude, I was, I was hiding behind Mario Party too. You don't want to know what I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> Mario Party three doesn't even work anymore. The amount of lubes on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, it's been fun. It's been nice. fun. How was Motorhouse tonight? Motorhouse was chill. It was uh, it was more packed than I thought it would be. It wasn't like packed, packed, but it was more people than I thought it would be, just because like the festival just happened. Yeah. Usually, like after the festival, everything's like dead for a week because everyone's just like comedied out. Mm-hmm. But. No, you you nice. might have just spurred some interest in the community. Maybe people were like, "Yeah." Well, I asked that when I went on stage. I was like, "Anyone here go to the comedy festival?" And, like, one dude in the audience clapped, and I was like, oh, dope, are you a comic? And he's like, sometimes. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was, like, trying to figure out if anyone, like, yeah, word of mouth or, like, heard it mentioned during one of the shows or, like, but no, no one. <laughs> no one. <laughs> the people that came out tonight didn't even know a festival just happened. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why they didn't know not to show up exactly. after the festival, dude. Exactly. Exactly. They're out of town Labor Day weekend. They had no clue. <laughs> But yeah, it was fun. I just, I like, uh, I was used to doing like longer sets this weekend, I guess. And I just went up and started bullshitting around. And by the time I actually started doing a joke, I got the light and I was like, fuck. Damn. <laughs> I didn't want to end on this joke. But it was fun. Went to fucking Nuna's with Liz before Motorhouse. What's that? It's this like new pizza place in. Uh, I guess like Bolton Hill. Okay. It's by the light rail stop by uh, Brass Tap. Okay. Remember like Two Boots used to be? Mm-hmm. It's right there. Um, How really, was it? Really fucking good. Really good. Like they had, uh, we didn't get it, but they had Prosecco on tap. My really? brother would love that. <sighs> Alex had, would love that. Um, the pizzas were so good. They do sourdough pizzas. It's really good. We got a little pork belly appetizer, fucking delicious. And then we got two salted chocolate chip cookies to go. Mm. And they threw in two extra cookies for us. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That's like little stuff like that. Little stuff like that is like, thank you. I Bus will be back soon. Businesses that do that are so smart, dude. Yeah. It's like, just give away a fucking cookie. Because, dude. dude, that's nothing to them. Like, I mean, the Chinese food places. 
fortune cookie. Dude, they figured it out. They figured it out, dude. Dude, Towson Best, even with the extra step of free ice cream. Oh, the yeah. Oh they don't do God. that anymore. They don't do free ice cream anymore? Nah. Damn. Not that I haven't gotten free ice cream from Towson Best in years, but I feel like they've solidified themselves as the best. Ice cream was what they gave out to climb to the top. Now well, they the merged last with like time, a tea company. The last time I went there, I feel like I got ice cream at the end. When was I the last was with, time you went there? Uh, Did you ask for it? Within the last year, I got ice cream at the end. And no, they just brought it out. Hmm. Maybe they, maybe after they... Well, we didn't get any, dude. When did you go? Uh, Like four days ago, I got sushi Damn. special. So fun. Dude, maybe they ran out of ice cream. Yeah, it was Sunday, like... Or maybe morning. it was... uh, <laughs> It was Sunday... No, I think they just do it at dinner. That's I don't think they is. do it at yeah. lunch. I don't think you get ice cream yeah. Sunday at 1 p.m. <laughs> dude, but the tea... The tea you get every time. Oh, yeah. The tea and the chips. What is this, by the way? This looks like a fucking... Um, it's a lighter. From from a distance, it looked like... Remember those little cases you would carry lead in for your mechanical pencil? Oh, yeah. It does look like Dude, that. Dude, I haven't seen one of those in years. The fucking little lead cases. Yeah, I haven't had a mechanical pencil in years. I was thinking about getting a pencil. Yeah, <laughs> what for? Um, I feel like as an adult, I just made the step of being like, I'm fucking with pens now. I don't care. Well, you don't see, you don't really don't see pencils much after school. Yeah. After high school, pencils just kind of fall off the radar. And it's like, really? Why did I spend my entire life using a pencil if nobody told me that in my adult life I'd never see a pencil again? Yeah. But I was thinking about it and I was like, you know how people are like, yeah, I'll pencil you in for that. It's like a real term. You yeah. put so, some like, people still use pencils for sure. You're not sure. If it's going to happen, so you pencil it in. And I was thinking, like, dude, I get gigs all the time that I'm not sure it's going to happen. I'll pen you in, dude. Pen. If I say to someone, like, I'm penning you in, that's like, this is happening, dude. But if I say I'll pencil it in, it's like... I've never heard someone say pen you in, but I've definitely heard I'll write you down. I feel like that's the equivalent of pen yeah, you in. Because it's assumed that it's a pen. Yeah, it's assumed it's permanent. I guess artists use pencils a lot. Artists, for sure. I feel like... Anyone who works in a like secretaryish like position uses pencils. Now you know what I haven't seen in a very very long time: the erasable pen. Ooh, that's something that because that was pretty childish. That is that's like that's like uh that's like uh. <laughs> but also, like it never really erased it. There would always be like a little leftover like blue smudge of where. Your shit was. Erasable pens really are like that was like the training wheels. That was like getting us ready. Like in middle yeah, school, we'd sure. use erasable pens. Like you can feel like you're using a pen, but like also if you're, you're left-handed, your hand's dude. gonna instantly rub off anything <laughs> yeah. you just wrote, and you're gonna fail the class because <laughs> you're gonna have to go back and rewrite letters that you already wrote. Yeah, you can't wrote. Just drag your hand across the paper. And I remember I would use erasable pen in math class, and the teacher would get all mad. And I'm like, dude, it's erasable. Yeah, what the fuck? What is your attachment, math teachers? They they need you to have a pencil. No, math teachers are just autistic. Yeah. We just never understood that as kids <laughs> because there wasn't a spectrum when we were going there to wasn't, school. There wasn't. There wasn't. It was just like ADHD or full-blown retard. <laughs> and you didn't understand the math teacher had Asperger's. <laughs> but now that I'm thinking about it, though, if I'm going back, I'd say of any subject that I ever had in school, you have science, math, English, gym, and some type of social studies. I feel like those are like the subjects mm -hmm. you have all through school. Math teachers, 
were probably the most consistently cool up until my junior and senior year. Yeah. I always loved my math teachers. And then for whatever reason, junior and senior year, my senior year, my math teacher fucking hated me, dude. Hated yeah. Calculus. I forget if I had... I think I did... I might not have done math in senior year. I would think maybe I did. I think I did like college algebra or some bullshit. Just like some pass-fail shit. <laughs> Just to like fill in a slot. But yeah, no, I liked... Uh, Ninth grade, I had Miss Karami, I think. Mm-hmm. And it was her first year teaching, so that's always fun. Oh, yeah, dude. Um, the, the older I get, the more I think about like what someone's first year of teaching must be like. And I'm just like, oh, my God, we could have gotten away with anything. They have yeah. no fucking clue. It's their oh, first yeah. year Oh, yeah, and they're the so intimidated. They're so, like, yeah. Um, and then sophomore year, I had Mr. Blair, and Mr. Blair was so dope. Mm-hmm. Mr. Blair used to always say he was going to... Actually, you know what? I think I had good math teachers until junior. Because I had Miss Karami twice. I had Miss Karami first and second. And then junior year, I had Mr. Blair. And then I had Miss Crockta or whatever the fuck her name Ms. was. Cro- I had Miss Crockta yeah. too. Were we in the same algebra class? I don't think I don't so. I don't think so. Did you used to call her Miss Crotch Troll? Because we did. Even no, though she was but cool. I definitely like... Heard you guys say that. Yeah, and I she was definitely that. like kind of hot though. She was cool. She was like strict hot. She you know was definitely I mean? strict dude, she, hot. And dude. she had like she had those lean cuisines on deck mm-hmm. in her like freezer in her fucking yeah. office, dude. She was staying. She was definitely man. strict hot. Mr. Blair was uh not hot. Was <laughs> not Blair, hot. But he was like uh he was still fun. Yeah, he was he like he wanted everyone to think he was cool. <laughs> so, he really like, did. He really so did want to be like, cool. Yeah. Like me and Dan would always play like Pokemon in the middle of his class. And then one time he was like, Hey, check this out. And like someone put that Pokemon in like an emulator on the school server and he was playing it on the projector. And he was like trying to be fucking like cool, dude. That's He's pretty like, cool. I'm playing, <laughs> playing Pokemon too. It's like, Mr. Yeah, Blair, yeah. shouldn't you be teaching? <laughs> no, I'm cool. <laughs> no, I'm cool. I'm cool. What a cool Me, teacher. Me, Dan be Bridges, right now? and David Simonetta would always play DS that is, in that, that class. That is the exact crew I would be expecting to play Pokemon in math class. Me and David would play Mario Kart. Uh, yeah, Mr. Blair would always be like, uh, you know, you keep talking. I'm gonna call your parents. And I've heard the horror stories. I've heard like, because people would be like, yo, Jimmy's dad will beat his ass. <laughs> and so like he like <laughs> they would confide that in Mr. Blair, <laughs> and he would always be like, like whoa, that's kind of cool. I'll still call. <laughs> like, no, no, my dad will beat my ass. Please don't call my dad. <laughs> <laughs> he never did though. He never did. Never he was. Did. He looked. He's trying to be cool, dude. That was actually funny. That like, now that I'm thinking about it, so many teachers <laughs> knew, knew that your dad <laughs> knew that my dad would be my ass, <laughs> and they were like, "Jimmy, you need to stop because I will call your fucking dad. <laughs> I will." <laughs> Looking back, I'm like, holy shit. Nobody said anything. Damn, dude, a culture of silence. Dude, it really was. It was different time, dude. Different time. Back in the days, there was like, yeah, Jimmy's dad beats his ass, so I just... Damn, it's not working. <laughs> it's not... Dude, I remember Mr. Patrick in sixth grade, literally, and... <laughs> He <laughs> like beat your ass for your dad. <laughs> I remember I had this. I think I told I talked about this on the podcast before. Whatever. Um, I used to do. I still do from time to time. Do this blinky thing where I go. You yeah, ever see yeah. me do that? Yeah, yeah. That's like a nervous twitch that I developed at some time in middle school, and I don't know how it came about, but yeah. I just started. I feel like shit like that. Like 
it'll just pop up one day and then you'll think about it a lot and then you'll keep doing it but then once you stop thinking yeah. about it it just goes like away. even just doing it i want to yeah do it yeah, yeah. <laughs> i want to do it again <laughs> but like but like i used to do it all the time in middle school like i just couldn't because i didn't realize like when you're when you're 12 years old you don't think about how weird you look yeah. when you do something you're just like this is cool i want to do this for some i want to yeah. really hard yeah, for some yeah. reason i Why? feel like i did shit like that too but i was like damn wouldn't it be cool if i did this and then i would just like develop a fucking like <laughs> bad habit or like a, t- a fucking twitch or whatever and uh yeah and mr patrick called uh home about it and he said has jimmy been taking any medications or anything like that and my parents were like no and they were like oh okay because he has this like weird nervous twitch and uh We've just been noticing it as, like, a staff. And my dad was like, really? You talking about the blink thing? And he was like, yeah, this, like, blinky thing. And my dad was like, damn, well, yeah, I guess I'll tell him to stop. Mr. Pack was like, well, you know, it's probably nothing. A few swift kicks wouldn't hurt. (laughs) (laughs) He told my dad to beat my ass. What? (laughs) A couple good swift kicks? A couple good swift kicks, dude. How would you think that would help? I don't know. Mr. Patrick was like 90, dude. Mr. Patrick Mr. Patrick was on his way out. He was old, out dude, yeah. When we were in sixth grade. Like, that guy was old. Yeah, eighth old. grade, he was gone. He was old, He could dude. have been retired or dead. I forget. It just, like, as much as, like, I can notice the difference between our generation and the current generation coming up in school now, mm-hmm. think about how different shit must have been when Mr. Patrick was a young teacher oh, in the yeah. fucking 60s and 70s. Just like, banging all those kids. <laughs> no repercussions. No repercussions, dude. Wasn't even thought about, dude. Wasn't even thought about. He was like, yeah, this was, you know, I can't hit Jimmy right now, but if it was the 80s, <laughs> I'd bang. put on some Barry Ross, <laughs> Barry Manilow. Barry fucking... White, Barry Ross. I don't know who Barry Ross is. I don't know who is. Barry Ross is. <laughs> that's somebody that Mr. Patrick finds. Strictly for that's child fucking music, Barry Ross, dude. That's woo. <laughs> I pray to God you never hear Barry Ross playing because you are <laughs> done, done. I think I like mixed up Bob Ross and Barry Bob, Manilow. Dude, Bob Ross singing would be child molesting music. That would be child, yeah. And we're just gonna put and we're just gonna put a little dick right in this child's <laughs> ass. The ass looks lonely. Doesn't Let's have to be perfect. Right there, right there. Doesn't have to be perfect. Everything's <laughs> everything's beautiful. Everyone's happy. Barry Ross, no. <laughs> Barry White, though. That's that's uh, that's something I gotta try. That's, that's another thing you and Ivan were kind of like. You guys were bonding on. And I felt left out about it. Was like you guys were talking about like, oh man, like you play some music when you're banging your girl. It's like never done that you've never played music while having sex never thought to do it never thought to do it it's interesting i've only done it uh well no i was gonna say i do it to like drown out the noise so my roommates don't hear me banging but i was doing it before i had roommates put on some music banging in the car dude I remember one time that's I tried, the easiest one. I tried to make out Your phone's with, fucking uh, hooked up to it already That's true That's true That's easy It's already yeah, playing It's not like the old days We had to go get a Fucking spin the record player Fucking tune the radio up Baby I tried to play Um, I, was I feel like back then though That was like People's way of being like We're about to fuck Like I'm putting yeah. on the fucking record Yeah 
you hear that hiss i'm coming for you i mean yeah i guess like yeah there was no like netflix back then so like yeah record you were you were hanging out with the chick at your place it was fucking record player and chill dude yeah, dude, you can always spin that up. record fucking get that mood music going Ooh, baby and then fucking the fucking hiss you're banging yeah, immediately. They were like fucking six boomer memes of like <laughs> 20 minutes into record player and chill. And, just fucking <laughs> <laughs> and the fucking, yeah, when side A stops and you have to get out that dank ass pussy to flip over to B. <laughs> when you hear the... Oh, dude. And then they went backwards in technology with the tape cassette, I feel like. I feel like they like had discs, and they were like, no, we're no, going to we're gonna squares. Go, we're going to squares. They can't have as much stuff on it, and it doesn't sound as good. Yeah, and you know what else, now that I think about it? I feel it smaller. Is it me? Is it me? Or did everything go to squares? Because if you think about games like video games in the 90s were game cartridges, cartridges and yeah. then they all became discs yeah like i feel like it started with discs and then they went to like eight tracks and then tape cassettes and they were like guys remember the discs though they're way cooler they went back to discs and now we don't have anything we just have information yeah that you can just access but no i tried i think the one time i ever tried it was i was making out with sarah in uh, what is now that parking lot by where, where Trader Joe's used to be, like right at the Ooh, Circle in Towson. Yeah, yeah. That parking lot. Ooh, down the, the down below parking yeah, lot? Yeah, the, the down mall? below parking lot. Why'd you go there? I don't know why I was there. <laughs> oh, you know why I think I was there? I think she was going dumpster diving with her fucking hippie friends. And I just remember... Why? Just being, because she was fucking a 19-year-old girl and decided that... Her fucking outdoor club friends were so fucking cool and original because of the first people to ever think of fucking hiking and dumpster diving ever in life. And, you know, so she was like, oh, this oh is so God, original and so interesting. Homeless. It's like, really? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure all these people are staying in dorms paid for by their parents. I don't think they need to be dumpster diving right yeah. now. Like That guy just got tetanus. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like, you're fucking playing this, like, movie character of this bereft college student when in reality you're just a fucking spoiled bitch from Carroll County. Sorry. Damn. Sorry. 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 Sorry, I had to say it. Damn. But anyway, I was making out with... I think I was picking okay. her up from her dumpster Nine years diving. too late, dude. Excur yeah, I should have <laughs> You've said been thinking about that for nine years. Nine years, dude. I never <laughs> let it go. I never let it go. It never leaves my mind. How fucking... <laughs> I was like, wow, dude. And... uh What was the song? I, Back I put, then, dude, was it? Uh, oh, dude, get this! I put on Hall and Oates' "Sarah Smile," Ooh. and I think that's what. Uh, that was a little corny. It was too much. It was too much. We we're making out, but like I, you know, in natural fashion, and probably to a fault, I always make jokes, even in the midst of hooking up with somebody. Oh uh, yeah. I always make jokes because, like, if you try to take it too seriously, it's like. When you're hooking up with somebody, it's like, all right, we both are yeah, very... we both know we're not that experienced. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we're also both very on edge. We're both very anxious, nervous. Your like fucking homeless friends are jumping around in that dumpster right now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I was like making a joke of it. And she was like, I can't take this seriously. And I was like, but you would have taken it seriously if I was making out with you in the Trader Joe's parking lot after you just climbed out of a fucking dumpster? Like, how am I going <laughs> to take that seriously? I'm just trying to fucking make light of this terrible situation. Yeah. God, Jesus that was Christ. just... 
I learned everything not to do in a relationship from that relationship. And then I did it all over again <laughs> in my next one. And now I got it. Now I figured it out. There you go. Third time's play, a charm, dude. Don't ever play Sarah Smile in the car, dude. <laughs> trying to make out Ricky in the car, Sarah Smile. That can work. That can work. That can work. But fucking, you played Ricky. Oh, Ricky, you're so hard. You're so hard. You love my name. Hey, Ricky. Hey, Ricky. <laughs> that's, that's hard to make out to. If you can make out to that song, you are something the fuck else, dude. That is, that is impressive. That is impressive. <laughs> yeah, there's just certain songs. I don't know if they make make out songs anymore. You know, like they don't have like those. I guess if uh, The Weeknd and Miguel. The Weeknd and Miguel make yeah. make out songs. You know? Miguel. I guess but, some Drake songs, you maybe. Know, know that I adore you. That's a fucking good song, dude. Miguel's album from Adorn Kaleidoscope Dreams. Yeah. Classic album. Yeah, I tried to lose my virginity dope. to that. <laughs> I tried so I hard. tried to. I wanted so bad to lose my virginity to that album. I was like, everybody's supposed to lose their virginity to like an album, right? Because that's like a classic question. A whole album. whole album. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, you lose it to fucking... You lose it to the fucking intro track. track, dude. They're still on the skit. <laughs> <laughs> How do you nut during a skit, bro? <laughs> Easy taught me. Oh. <laughs> That's fucking embarrassing, dude. That is. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, man. Jeez <laughs> Louise. Yeah, I tried my hardest to fucking lose I really did, man. I really Who'd really you try it on? There was a girl, Jess, that I worked with at Cheesecake Factory that, mm-hmm. like, found out I was a virgin, uh-huh. unfortunately. Yeah. And I knew she liked Miguel, so for her birthday, I recorded myself doing like an acoustic cover of one of the songs. No fucking way. You're trying to lose your virginity to you covering <laughs> Miguel. <laughs> I think that's the part that tripped her out. <laughs> I didn't play it in the car. <laughs> that would be something to fuck up. <laughs> you like press it on a vinyl. You take her back to your parents' house. <laughs> Hey Jess, this is your happy birthday. I made this mixed vinyl for you for your birthday. You uh, already busted. Anyway. <laughs> you didn't even get to Miguel. That's why you never lost your virginity to Miguel. You, you nodded on your skit. <laughs> premature ejaculate on your own recording of you doing the intro. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Jesus Christ, dude. I remember. I was uh, I was five. I was in kindergarten, and I was I had the biggest crush on this girl. Did I tell you about this? Where I made her a mixtape when I was like five. I told somebody about this recently. Hmm? Did I tell you about the time I made like a mixtape for a girl in kindergarten? I feel like I it told. Sounds s- vaguely familiar, but I want to hear it again. <laughs> so. Uh, my mom used to always listen to this. She had a tape cassette of this country band called Restless Heart. And they had this song called The Bluest Eyes in Texas. And it was, The bluest eyes in Texas are haunting me tonight. It was a really good song. I, honestly, mm-hmm. it's a great fucking song. <laughs> and I used to listen to it all the time as a little kid. I learned all the words and like would sing it and shit. And uh, I had this really 
big crush on this girl named Megan Huser in kindergarten. And she wore, like, eyeshadow in kindergarten, which, like, for a five-year-old boy, you're seeing a, a five-year-old girl in makeup, you're like, I've never seen anything like this before. This is amazing. She had, like, blue eyes and shit. I, I don't want to go too far into describing how pretty she was because she was five at the time. <laughs> I don't know how much. How, but you were five at the I time. I was five at the time, and she was, like, my dream girl. And uh, I tried and failed in the past. Uh, my dad, at first, he was like, um, I dressed up as a soldier for Halloween. And my dad took a picture of me dressed as a soldier. He was like, Jim, you look tough in this, man. Why don't you go show this to Megan? Show this picture to Megan. <laughs> Damn, dude. Your dad is the worst wingman. <laughs> the worst, dude. The worst. But I want people to understand that there was not social media at the time. Like, yeah, yeah. what I was really doing is what you guys do every day. Yeah, on Instagram. Exactly. Fucking, you take yeah. a cool picture of yourself. You post it up. Oh, everybody should see this picture of me. Ooh, ooh. And then you see how many likes you get. So... Honestly, I did like the five-year-old little kid 90s version of that. My dad took a cool picture of me dressed in my Halloween costume, and I went to school, and I would just kind of followed her around the class, being like, Megan, look at this picture. Megan, look at this picture. <laughs> Megan, look at, <laughs> Megan this picture. look at this picture. And she was like, no, I don't want to look at this picture. And then finally she looked at it, she's like, cool. And I was like, oh, whatever. Damn, whatever. Dude. You didn't even get a like on didn't it. Didn't even get a like. <laughs> didn't even get a like. This is a nice picture. Zero. I got zero likes on my first ever Instagram post. And uh, so I, I that one was strike one. And then my dad was like, uh, <laughs> I was at my grandfather's no, you house. Do, Jimmy, take a picture of your dick. <laughs> <laughs> Megan, look at this picture. <laughs> Megan. Megan, look at this picture. <laughs> Your dad gives you a picture of his dick. <laughs> Megan, look at this picture. This is one with the eyeshadow, right? Just want to make sure. <laughs> no. Um. So I was at my Yayan Papu's house, and my grandfather played music, so he had like a little studio in the basement. Mm. And he was like, Jim, you know how you like that song, Blue Eyes in Texas? Why don't you record a song for Megan and call it The Bluest Eyes in Towson? <laughs> <laughs> dude not only is that great but also it just sets the track record for you recording another original i know i know i know <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i'm over two on the mixtapes dude over two needless to say jesus christ how'd oh. that recording turn out i thought i did well i mean <laughs> <laughs> i mean come on dude come on. no that's so sick that's one of those things that like when but you're at that how age, old are you Fifth five, grade? Five, oh, five. five. Damn, dude. I was young. I was Damn. young, young. Like that's, five or six. I mean, yeah, that's totally. At that age, it's like, you know, like, yeah. my dad was really doing it because, like, you know, he knew that, like, I gave it to Megan. Megan was going to give it to her parents. And her parents would be like, oh, this is so cute. Like, yeah, you know, exactly. It's like one of those things. Yeah, yeah. And my dad was trying to bang her mom. So, like, worked. <laughs> <laughs> My dad bought the boat to bang my mom. <laughs> yeah, dude. But uh, yeah, it didn't work out. <laughs> didn't work out. Didn't work out. Damn. That is like that is some new lore for me, dude. That's uh, that's. So There's a sick. lot of deep cuts of like just embarrassing shit. That's so sick. <laughs> I feel like every every like now and then I just remember like, oh my god, I can't believe I did that. Yeah. That's because when I at that age I listened to my dad's advice. 
and <laughs> I learned at a, a young age to not listen to my dad after that. My dad like tried to explain to me how to finger a girl once, and I was. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, you see how I'm stirring up this paint can? <laughs> That's how you finger a girl. <laughs> Sarah's like, Jimmy, why do you have a wooden spatula and a can opener? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> why did you lay down a drop cloth? This is supposed to mean something. <laughs> why are you in a onesie? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you arguing with your mother? That's unrelated. <laughs> That's just something else he does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, a couple wires got crossed. <laughs> Turn that memory. <laughs> mm. Dude, I got to hear. What do you remember what he told you? It wasn't like in depth. He was just giving me like weird like it was like so you spell know. out the alphabet with your finger. <laughs> he just heard that saying wrong. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to look cool in front of you. <laughs> yeah, you, you like uh you spell the alphabet with your finger on her pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember like I, I there was like there was like a time in my life when I, I got to be eighteen and my dad caught wind of some girl problems that I was having Oof. and like, you know, and he could relate to them, obviously, because he was also, I guess, the same way or whatever. So, like, he would always just try to talk to me about, like, sex and shit like that. And, like, I don't know. I mean, I get it. I just don't know, like, my parents were always very open about it. Like, they told, me, they told me about, like, what sex was and how you have kids when I was, like, six. Mm. So, like, when I was 18, I feel like my dad thought that maybe I'd already done that. You, you kind of did. When I was 18? No, I mean, you're like assault sex that you had. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Assault sex, yeah. Yeah. But other than that, like, no, when I was 18, and I had Not that you assaulted someone. Anything. You got manipulated by your neighbor. That is true. That is true. Dude, he caught wind of that. That's why he started his <laughs> fucking told you when you're five how to finger a girl. <laughs> he just said shit like, he just said shit like, you know, like, you can, like, put your hand on her inner thigh, and if she doesn't scoot away, then that means that she wants you to do more. And I was like, all right, all right, all right. Now I just got to talk to a girl. <laughs> yeah, I was like, how do I get to that point, though, Dad? I just <laughs> when am I ever going to be alone with a girl? When am I going to, do I just walk, just put my hand on a girl's inner thigh and just see yeah. what her reaction is? Because you, you got to fucking. <laughs> you walk up to your teacher the next day. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't pull away, Dad. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Dad, did the teacher call today? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I'm trying to remember embarrassing shit I did as a kid. I definitely did a ton of it. But nothing sparked me yet. Nothing like for girls. Jeez, uh, I think I wrote a girl like I think I wrote Danielle like a long note once, and that was just like I don't know. Just like looking back, it's like it made sense at the time. 
Yeah. yeah. It made sense at Yeah, the like time. a love letter. A love letter. Like, yeah, you you still think in like a very like romanticized version of you know you like see it in movies and cartoons and fucking hear it in music, but you don't realize that's like exaggerations of what you're actually supposed to do. You know what I miss, dude? I miss having crushes. Yeah. I don't feel like I've had a crush on a girl since like literally I was like 20. Really? Like, do you remember that? Do you remember like having a crush? Yeah. I feel like you don't have crushes anymore. It's like you find somebody attractive, you see if they want to hang out, and then you just like either wind up hooking up and dating or you don't. Yeah. But there's no like I mean, I think that's butterfly the phase. essence of a crush though. But also like I feel like crushes developed more in school just because you saw more of that person. You saw more of their personality. You saw their like work ethic or whatever bullshit you're work like. Ethic. Yeah. Big dude. Big, big category work, work to fill out. Yeah, yeah, I need a girl with good work ethic. Yeah. That's what I was focused on in high school. <laughs> I was like, I have shitty work ethic, so this girl needs to have great work yeah, ethic. Yeah, she needs to do my homework. <laughs> but like, yeah, I feel like as an adult, you don't really have time to have a crush. There's no time to have a crush. You have a yeah. crush if you, even if you're like at a workplace. Well, everyone's or like just living their own life, you know. You like, uh, like if you're on the job, you have like an office job or something like that, and there's like that hot receptionist or whatever but also i feel like that's like off limits now right you can have a crush but the problem you can have a crush but i feel like you can't like date co-workers now i mean depends on the job i mean depends on the job i'm saying like an office job yeah i don't know i've never worked an office job in like a uh, fucking button-up shirt tucked in the pants every day office job but like I obviously like, everyone does like i the feel nurses. like yeah some yeah no like nurses and nurses fucking and waiters fucking, and waitresses and fucking but like a button-up i mean a bar or like it depends dude everybody dude at the end of the day we're adults and if you take two adults that are sexually active and you put them in the same building five days a week for two years if they're even mildly attracted to each other they're gonna hook up at some point it's just yeah. a matter like you can legis- you can make all kinds of corporate policies and bullshit like that but at the end of the day you're banging and like yeah. they can try to say well, whatever they want they always talk current- I hear people talk about like work husbands and like work wives and shit I feel like that's like the thing now yeah but that's always been a thing I mean it's always been a thing but they were also banging back then dude trust me there's no shor- there's no shortage of corporate banging going okay. on right now if you I, say I, so. I, look I can't say firsthand but I just can't see how it's like it's like you know at the end of the day if people are going to cheat on their own fucking girlfriend they're going to cheat on a corporate rule that says they can't bang their coworker like yeah. like come on if you want to bang somebody you're going to bang somebody not because of my fucking job my stupid fucking forty five thousand dollar a year job is like, well, we really don't want any interpersonal relations between our uh, employees, dude. Come on, but like the problem is, is that stuff work, stuff moves so fast in adult life that like, I've been here, dude. I've been working at my job at the restaurant, and I fucking ooh man, I like this hostess or I like this other server girl, or whatever. And I just you know I thought like I'm a, I think I'm gonna have a crush. I'm going to have a crush on this girl, and I'm going to fucking play this out the way that things play out when I was in middle school and high school. I'm going to like her for a while, and then eventually we're going to like cross paths in a way where it becomes clear that like maybe we like each other, and then it'll go from there. Dude, 
if you wait around for that in a restaurant job, some other dude's just going to start banging her. Yeah. You don't have time for that. Yeah, How yeah. many times did I walk, oh, did you hear, like, Christian's fucking banging that chick. What? I had a crush on that chick, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that I was supposed to be eventually banging it. No, yeah. Christian didn't have a crush. Like Christian just sad. fucking banged that chick. Yeah. No time for crushes in adult life, dude. Yeah, I feel like crushes, I feel like you get over crushes just because, like, you don't want to, like, let yourself down. At least in that environment. I think also there's... um. I think crushes kind of go out the window once you become. I remember uh, somebody, Will said this to me when we were in high school, and he had just started fucking, and I had not, mm-hmm. even though he was two years younger than me. And he was like, uh, Jimmy, you're going to be, you're going to, it's going to be crazy, dude. Like, once you have sex, like, you're not going to look at girls, like, the same way. Like, you're going to start looking at them and be like, damn, I can fuck this girl. Or, like, I want to fuck this girl. But, like, before you do that, it's like, you just look at them and you're like, oh, my God, she's so pretty. Like, oh, blah, blah, blah. But, like, dude, once you do it, it's just going to completely change everything. And you know what? He's fucking right. Nah, that's true. He's fucking right. Like, I, like, when I look at a girl, I'm like, one of my first thoughts is always like, I would fuck the shit out of this girl <laughs> and then only after i meet her do i start even thinking about like oh damn she's cool what too. kind of work <laughs> she has that's <laughs> 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 so such an afterthought dude damn yeah yeah i don't know oh fuck um well, that's yeah, the way dude, the crush is just such an immature word, dude. That's why I just fucking just smoke just camel too crushes, much of an dude. Adult, dude. Camel yeah, crushes, crushes dude. take on a fucking new name now. I have a crush every day, folks. <laughs> I haven't had a crush in a while now. <laughs> Ooh. Pop the bubble. Hear that? That's the sound there of young you love. <laughs> young pop, love. Pop the cherry real quick. First love. Oh, fuck. Oh, man. I'll tell you, uh, I kind of alluded to it on the podcast, but it did get recorded. Nice. Um, We were kind of recapping the festival. And Friday night, so like Thursday night, or Wednesday night was fun. It was the opening ceremony at Motor House, but also me and Liz did Hot Set. And that shit was fucking packed. At Crown? At the Crown. Yeah, yeah, I was there. Yeah, yeah. You were there. I was part of the packing it was part of the pact, dude. You're part of the wolf pack. Mm-hmm. Fucking, that was a fun-ass show. Went over to the opening ceremony. Night one. Night two, we were hanging at Motor House. I was hanging. We are about to leave and check out another show, and then Eddie and Ivan were like, yo, we're about to do Comic Call. Come in the back. I'm like, oh, I'm on this show, right? And they're like, yeah. I'm like... Oh shit! I forgot. <laughs> so then we stayed at Motor House. Glad, glad did that so. show. That show was fucking fun. That was a dope show. I had a good time on that one. Uh, Friday night though. Friday night was something. It was at the uh, Lord Baltimore Hotel. It was their first time doing comedy out of that room. Mm-hmm. It's usually like a magic theater. Oh sweet. Um. But it was just, it was such a weird crowd because I feel like everyone was like, 
super timid and d- didn't want to like laugh. Mm-hmm. Like when I was in the back, I heard people laughing, but they're so quiet with they're it. Like for you guys, pull they're like embarrassed too. to laugh or something. Yeah, I could see that. Where's Where's the Lord Baltimore? Is that right? Like right downtown, or where is that? Yeah, right downtown. It's all Baltimore Street, kind of by sidebar, but like in the more developed hotel-y part of Baltimore Street. Yeah. Um, but dude, my parents and my aunt came out to that. Oh, great. And right before I came on stage, the host had been like ragging on this mom and her son the whole time, being like, oh, you brought an escort along? Like, oh, where are you from, ma'am? New York. Oh, you came down here to do your dirty business? Da da da. And right before he ca- I came on, he like pointed to my mom and aunt. And we're like, "What are you two ladies here for?" They're like, "Comedy." And they're like, "Oh, what? You you gonna get a escort here too?" <laughs> like da da da. Like, and then pointed out my aunt. Like, I hope you kept the receipt. <laughs> like they left already. Da da da. And then I just went on stage and. I had like an okay set, but it was just so fucking weird. But I, obviously, I got to laugh because I was like, "Yep, my mom and aunt are here." I can't believe buying toots. I can't believe that you are even able to do comedy in front of your family, dude. I feel like that must be probably one of the hardest things. It's ever. very hard. It's like only recently that I've been like comfortable doing it, just because I feel like I have jokes now that like technically could be considered clean Mm -hmm. but i mean like shit the first four or five years of me doing comedy whenever my parents saw me i literally would be like especially for when i was living at home i was like well after the set they're gonna kick me out (laughs) 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 and then luckily that never happened but this was the first time where just because I had, like, a cleaner set and it was, like, more structured and, like, kind of had, like, a theme to it. And my mom was like, oh, so proud and, like, you're so confident and I really liked your stories. And then my aunt was like, oh, my God, I never expected you to be that good. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, thanks, thanks guys. Like, it was a bad show, but thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Sometimes I don't know what... Because, uh... yeah, I feel like in music... Playing music that's not, like, an original, like, Mm -hmm. I feel like for your cover shows, like, I feel like that's, like, playing in front of your parents is, like, no big deal. Yeah, it's not a big deal at all. Because there's no, like, you know, comedy in its essence is almost just, like, embarrassing yourself in front of people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, like, to do that and then also in front of your parents. Like, doing it in front of strangers is one thing. So you're like, I'm never going to see these people again. I don't give a fuck. But also, like, after doing it for a while, you're just like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. It's just weird because I'm waiting for the day when I'm just able to truly just be myself and for my parents. Right? Like, I don't know right? when that happens. I feel like, you I know what? I don't either. I feel like, I feel like my brother is yes. super He's good super at it. super good at it. And he figured it out, like, very quick. Like, he figured it out. Uh, at like 24 or 25. But he's also, I think that comes with uh, your situation in life. I feel like once you are truly like, once you've gotten where you think you, like where you're like, you know what? I am an established adult yeah, and I am now secure enough with who I am to like not 
necessarily like you still always care about your parents judgment but like you're secure enough about the person you are that you don't feel like you have to pretend to be someone else in front of them yeah. you know whereas like with because it's definitely like yeah. a thing where like i just want to please my parents mm-hmm. and i feel like it's like almost like an not like an image but like like I'm definitely a certain way around my parents just because I know I feel like that's what will make them happy. Mm-hmm. But like the moment I'm away, I'm like, oh, whew, finally just be a weirdo again. Yeah. The big thing with my parents lately, my dad especially, keeps on asking like, when are you, when are you getting married, man? Come on, man, you're getting up there. What? Like, you know. But at the same time, it's like one of those things where you... you it's just some parent shit. It's some parent shit, and it's also like... There's there's times... Like, I kind of grew up my entire life just recognizing how similar I am in so many ways to my dad. Uh-huh. And then... So I kind of always had this idea in my head that our lives would be similar. That, like... I kind of based so much of my life yeah, on you like get buried, you'd have kids. Yeah, like, like his yeah. timeline. And then as I got older and I realized that wasn't going to be the case, it became apparent to me like, yes, we have a lot of similarities in our demeanor and our personality and our way of thinking. But there's so many things that make us different. Yeah. That I am a not I'm not my father, you know? And like it's just one of those things where you have to become established enough in your own person personality and your own life that you're able to to look at that other person and be like, "This is who I am though, like yeah, we agree on a lot of stuff, and we share a lot of the same ideals and everything like that, but at the end of the day, like this is where we differ, you know, and that's uh. I can see myself getting better at it, and again, I think it comes with age, and I understand why Alex is so good at it, because Alex is really, I mean, he's well, doing it up. Yeah, and we're always, I feel like, like what you said, it's a thing with age, and it's all perspective, too, because, like, we're seeing it from, like, the lens now, and, like, also assuming that's how it's always been, and mm-hmm. maybe it wasn't. Maybe, like, four years ago, he was in the same situation that we were in. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, I don't know. It's just like one of those things where it's like, you know, how much of your life is really determined by who you are versus how much of your life is determined by what happens to you. Nature you versus know? nurture, dude. Yeah, it's like, okay, well, yeah, sure, Dad, you met Mom in high school and you guys dated and got married and, like, you were both each other's first and whatever and all this bullshit. And then, but, like, what if that didn't, like, have you ever, like, when sometimes, like, later in age he'll like I'll talk to him about stuff and I'll realize like wow you've never been a single 27 year old man yeah that's never been a part of your life you've never you've never experienced what I'm experiencing right now and like that doesn't mean that you can't provide insight on it obviously you don't need to have lived the experience to 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 get a grasp on what's happening and provide valuable advice or whatever yeah but at the same time it's like yeah, th- this is like, you know. Yeah, new territory for you too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, but I mean, but also at the same time, like, I don't know. Our parents are definitely way smarter than we give them credit for. Mm-hmm. 
I was watching some uh some comedian talking about something or other. I think it was on a podcast or something. And they were saying like uh you know, it's funny cuz when you're younger, your parents are always telling you shit and you're like your dad's always telling you shit and you're like Man, fucking dad always saying stupid bullshit. And then the older you get, the more you realize your dad is like always right. Yeah. And like there's so many times. There's so many times in life where like he's just been right. Like that time when I fucking went to that job interview at Cutco for that pyramid scheme, <laughs> and he was like, "All right, I'm telling you, don't go. But if you want to go, you'll see what I'm talking about." And I went there and I saw exactly what he was talking about. And they pulled me in the room and they gave me the fucking final fake interview where they pretended like it was a hard thing to get, but they were yeah, yeah. they were gonna give me a chance. They were like, you know, I'm not really sold on you yet, but I <laughs> think maybe you might have what it takes. So I'm Some dude get... who was like two years older exactly. than you with like a face full of acne. Exactly. Exactly. It was like it was like uh this I feel like all pyramid scheme people, they all have this kind of like they're fake rich where they all uh, like, yeah. put on this well, thing. And then they like, also have like a narcissistic thing where they think they're scamming you or getting one over that on you. Mm-hmm. And that's like mm-hmm. something else they're getting off on. Yeah. And I just remember being in the office and he offered me the job and I was like, you know what, man? Sat you down on that black leather couch. <laughs> and I was like, I don't think this is for me. I'm sorry. And I left. And he was like, all right, man. And I was like, it is all right. It is. It's all right, dude. This is fucking. My dad was right, dude. My dad was <laughs> fucking right about you guys. But shout out Tony. Shout out Tony, dude. The fucking fingering guru. <laughs> he was wrong about fingering, dude. <laughs> he was wrong. <laughs> oh my god. The best fingering advice I ever gotten was uh. It's actually fingering girls very easy. If anybody's listening, if any young boys are listening to this, yeah, or young girls, young boys, know, young girls, if you're trying to finger bang trying to someone, finger a girl. I mean, girls. I feel like they already know. You like you don't have to tell like, they can finger themselves. So yeah, like they know, know what to you do. You know what's up. It's like telling a boy how to jerk off. It's like dude, you you know how to jerk off. Yeah, you figured it out. Yeah, that is one of those things that you really don't need any tutorial for. Mm-hmm. I remember. <laughs> I figured it out. Trust me. <laughs> trust me. I figured it out. I didn't even know that there was supposed to be an end game to it. I would just do it for a certain amount of time. Oh yeah, same. Because I couldn't. I couldn't bust for a while. Well, I couldn't bust, but for the long, I jerked off for like a solid four months before I even like had any type of climax whatsoever. I was just. Yeah. I would just do it and be like, I would like. All right, that was cool. I definitely like dry. I was dry coming for like oh, a yeah. couple years. Oh yeah. But yeah, I would just. I literally would. This is an embarrassing thing. I would do made playlists of music and put porn pictures on my PSP and would just like be like, all right, this playlist is like 10 minutes long. I'm just going to jack off to these pictures on Slideshow <laughs> for 10 minutes and then I'll go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> so you just didn't know when you were just like, when this playlist is over. I guess I'm done. Yeah. Because I was just like, this feels really good, but like, I know something's supposed to happen, but it's just not happening. I'm just going to keep training myself until it does. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Dude, did you ever print out porn pictures? Yes, I did. I remember yeah. my first porn picture I ever printed out was actually, I know the black people in the audience will know who I'm talking about, Pinky. 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 Okay. A fan favorite. I, I I don't think I knew porn stars' names back then. I I'll just look up pictures. I'll look up like you know, 
pussy and like boobs <laughs> on like LimeWire and download fucking pictures. But that's dangerous, dude. When you're fucking, I remember you, before. Uh, I know how to use LimeWire. Incognito dude. and shit like that. There was, just, was you bear had to share actually. Fucking do it and just delete history and hope you didn't miss something. I'll just download a bunch of pictures, look at them, and then delete them, <laughs> and then delete bear share. <laughs> I'll download Bear Share, download porn, delete it, delete Bear Share. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I uh I found a condom somewhere. Like still Hell in the wrapper. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I jerked off into it. And like <laughs> <laughs> I definitely have done that before. Yeah, especially like Because I, I was like, damn, this is what sex is gonna feel like eventually. Exactly. <laughs> and then little did I know that once I started having sex, the it idea of nothing like <laughs> having sex in a condom <laughs> is the worst possible <laughs> thing. I can't believe there was ever a time in my life when I jerked off into a condom and thought that was awesome. <laughs> awesome i was like dude i can't wait to do this all the time and here i am 27 the idea of a condom just makes me be like you know what let's just let's just be friends <laughs> you know what i don't even have a crush on you if, if you're not if you're a sexually active single woman and you're not on birth control that's just i'm sorry not to sound exactly what i sound like which is a misogynist <laughs> asshole but come on really really it's dangerous for you. I'm and me. supposed to be responsible. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? What be am I supposed to do? Girls don't enjoy. <laughs> girls don't enjoy condoms How am I either. Supposed to take you know responsibility. What they used, you know what they used to have back in the day? Dental dams. Uh, well, uh, that dental. Dam, I can't even believe that was a thing. <laughs> they dental shoved dams. a fucking glad bag in their pussy. <laughs> dental dam. If dude, first of all. I don't, and I know this is another thing that, that you and, and Ivan, because we've probably had many similar conversations, but I'm not eating a girl out the first time we fucking hang. I got to know about you to a degree before yeah. I fucking eat you out. Like, so if I ever at any point in, in our hooking up timeline get the inclination to think that the only way I'm going to give you oral sex is by putting a fucking Ziploc bag over your pussy, I'm just not going to do it. Just yeah. not going to do it. That's fucking, No. No, I'm not doing that. And I can't believe, I, I can't even believe that anyone, has anyone ever hooked up with a person using a dental dam? I, um, fucking, on the old Joe Rogan's podcast, uh, his old producer, Brian Redban, mm -hmm. he used to tell a story about his move was, like, in high school, he'd be, like, hanging out with girls, and he'd be, like... Uh, like it'd be crazy if I ate you out with saran wrap on your pussy because then it wouldn't really even be eating you out. And he said that worked a lot. Mm hmm. I bet that did work a lot. Yeah. I feel like that'd be good. I feel that's a good trick of the trick. But trade. you can't do that as a twenty-seven-year-old. No. No, it's not. That's not a good pickup line at all. <laughs> not a good. Cannot Can't walk up to a girl, adult woman with a four hundred one k. Hey, wouldn't hey. it be crazy if I pulled out some saran wrap and ate you out? <laughs> <laughs> That's got to have a zero in a <laughs> what thousand. What if I wrapped up your pussy like some leftovers? <laughs> <laughs> Gnawed at it through the no, plastic. Dude, but here's the thing. Here's the thing I'll say about women. If you're listening, women. There Let us was, know if that turns you on. Email there us was such LMTSpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah, yes, please. <laughs> if that works, we're going to start doing it. Send us saran wrap. 
<laughs> Send us your leftover saran wrap. <laughs> P.O. There box. Used, there used to be such a thing as a female condom. It was called a diaphragm. Yeah. And women would put this thing inside their vagina and men would fuck you and you'd be wearing what was a female condom. That went to the fucking wayside real fucking quick. I've never seen a female condom in my life. What the fuck happened to those? Women refuse to wear those. Well, I think those are like super uncomfortable probably. Because it looks like, have you ever seen one? Uh, I've seen pictures of them. They look like those little pop-up trash cans. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And I feel like having to shove that little metal disc or plastic disc all the way into the bottom of their pussy probably hurts. Probably does. You're yeah. right. It probably was painful. There also used to be the sponge. <laughs> and then the dudes just fucking rip it out at the end. I'm sure that sucks, dude. Oh, man. That's true. That's true. That's got to suck. Dude, yeah, just shoving a fucking, putting a fucking trash bag in your pussy. <laughs> like, come on. I don't right. think. It doesn't I, sound appealing. It doesn't sound appealing. I feel like it probably even feels worse than just a condom. I'm sure it does, but. Because your dick's just rubbing up against, like, creased plastic. Ugh. Yeah, it's like dude. metal rings for structure. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you keep, like, her chafing the bottom of your dick on the fucking ring outside. Ribbed for no one's pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> no one will enjoy this. It was, like, how they promoted abs. Dude, you they have to put on your own condom just to make it feel better. <laughs> <laughs> they literally had a birth control called, a birth control, uh, what was it, what are these things called? There's a word for them. Not contraception. Con- but there's like prophylactic. 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 Yeah. That's a good word if you ever want to sound smart like I just did. Um, fucking the sponge. Sponge. The sponge. Now, what I don't know that? what the sponge is or what it was. I imagine you didn't like put a sponge over your dick and fuck somebody because that... That can't be healthy. <laughs> there's, there's too many holes in there. Even bro. though the first the boys uh, to get through my my original fleshlight was c- sponge, made of a sponge and, yeah. a, and a, a latex glove, and that felt good. <laughs> but I can't imagine. Putting I can't imagine that's what that was. On your <laughs> <laughs> raw sponge, dude. Lube it up with some turtle Putting wax, dude. You're good your to dick. go, dude. <laughs> you're good to go, and then pull out your fucking dick is shiny as a fucking new car, dude. Just fucking <laughs> buffed out all the wrinkles. Lemon sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the amount of things I did. Just a, just trying to figure out what pussy might feel like. <laughs> yeah, dude. Just what it oh, might yeah. feel like. I fucked like rolled up sleeping bags. Rolled up I sleeping fucked bags. Up couches. The mat between the mattress and the box spring. Yeah. Just fucking whatever. The couch cushion. That one kind of hurt a little bit. Yeah, but the you know that's that's what pussy felt like, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's what pussy that's felt what, like. That's what pussy felt like when we were eleven, bro. <laughs> a fucking heavy ass mattress and a box spring sideways, no lube. Because <laughs> it was a, a mattress and a box spring. Uh, when I was 11, a pussy felt like a, a sandwich bag with <laughs> it felt Vaseline like a in carpet it. carpet burn. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, I'm done with pussy, bro. I, yeah, just I fucking the that. bed on your stomach. <laughs> really, uh, <clears throat> everything I did uh, to try to mimic it, uh, it was all very tight. Uh, yeah. a, a oh, no, it was good. Did you ever, I got this uh, little souvenir from like the aquarium or something. It was one of those little like jelly tubes. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. It basically just looked like a flashlight. 
They knew it, it felt okay, but also like there was a seam on the inside. Ooh, so like one I time I fucking about. nicked the seam and I was like, never again, dude. Ooh, I can't do this. Dude. Yeah, man. And then, you know, even in my adult life, I still can't You're believe. You're still I, trying to fuck shit. <laughs> I still can't believe I bought that blowjob machine, dude. I can't yeah. believe I did that. That's crazy. And you couldn't even use it. Couldn't even use it. You yeah, had to dude, give it to the Laugh Finder guys, model, and they dude. fucking, they, they, they can use they it. Tore they, it up, they, could use they tore it up, dude. They could use it. They tore it up. Those Laugh Finder guys could use <laughs> that. And then even when I gave it to him, I saved the liner for myself because I was like, I'll just jerk I mean, all you're this. not going to give them a used liner. That's kind of gross. That is gross, but it's nothing they wouldn't have taken. <laughs> they would have been all over that fucking liner. I'd be like, yeah, I put it in uh, the dishwasher or something. <laughs> yeah. We're good. Yeah. I, uh, I sterilized it like you would mason jars. <laughs> you know what? I feel like they make those things uh, purposefully not that great so the incels don't feel like they're missing out that much. Maybe. Like, if I was a loser dude who did nothing but sit in my basement all day and like lived, like just was a fucking nothing, and then like I was like, I wish I could get a blowjob, and then I bought a blowjob machine and I fucking used it, I'd be like, you know what? Who needs blow? I don't need a blowjob. Yeah, it's not yeah. that great, dude. When somebody's talking about like your fucking give this cool to friends, some like, podcast. Yeah, this dude, <laughs> this dude, fuck, this chick, fucking sucked me off, dude. It's so great, and I'd just be like my incel self, just being like, yeah, right, dude. Yeah, I'm sure it felt like a fucking robot with metal rings, just fucking, <laughs> fucking lodging on your dick. So I don't even want to hear about it. <laughs> Little do they know, a blowjob machine feels nothing like a real blowjob. Yeah. Depending on who it's from. Would you ever get a uh, yes? Fully. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is yes. <laughs> Were you gonna like say a sex, sex doll? robot? Yeah. Sex robot. Um, if they can work out the kinks where the vagina feels like I'm fucking a robot, then yeah, sure, dude. That's another. That's a thing that like I I can't believe that so many guys try to act. Like they wouldn't. Like they wouldn't. It's like, dude, you're telling me, like, first of all, I'm way in the future right now. These sex robots, that's 2018 to me, dude. That's obviously <laughs> happening, dude. Sex robots are happening. We're going to have fucking flesh dummies or whatever that you can like, flesh dummies <laughs> <laughs> that dude, you could, if you start calling women <laughs> flesh dummies <laughs> oh i was talking about women when i said that uh, i'll get to the sex robots in a second i'm talking about i'm talking to you i'm women. talking about the future <laughs> flesh dummies I'm talking about what's that shit on hulu the fucking uh shit it would have been a good call out or call back or reference <laughs> But like, oh fuck! Google it, it down. Google it. It's the one where like all the women are used just to make babies. Oh, Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's Tale, Handmaid's dude. Tale. Never Handmaid's seen Tale. it. These what I've, fucking <laughs> flesh dummies. Flesh dummies. <laughs> Look, they they have those already, and um, there's a reason why I haven't gotten one yet, and it's because I know that it's gonna be like every other sexually related thing I've gotten or tried. It's never gonna come close. However, however. What I see coming in the next century, perhaps by the time we're 50, 60 years old, is like that episode of Black Mirror where it's virtual reality. I could totally see a future 
where we are so plugged into like the virtual world. Oh yeah, where you fucking VR. Yes, where oh, you for could sure. where you could have like I a, can see that happening in like fifteen years, dude. A Tinder situation where you see somebody who's hot and you're like, let's link up, and you fuck would them be in interesting VR. too because like I bet, and it wouldn't there count. Will, there will probably be like a black market out there too that'll like scan people. And like hijack whatever their shit is, and then you can just like clone them and fuck them. So you'll probably be able to fuck celebrities and like, dude, it's gonna be crazy. Let me tell you something, dude. Uh, if that happens, dude, if there's fappening 3.0 where it's the full scans of like hot celebrities and you can just fuck them, that will ruin sex for the rest of existence. There's gonna be no reason to have real sex anymore. If I can fuck somebody in virtual reality and have the same experience with none of the guilt, none of the risk, why would I have sex with somebody in real life? I mean, it would be like, you know, why do people have record players now when there's MP3s? Yeah, people, people like who have real analog, sex would be dude. like the fucking annoying hipsters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, trust me, bro. Analog sex sounds so much better. Dude, trust shut me, up, dude. bro. Just Nothing fucking... beats a stinky ass. <laughs> 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 Nothing beats when you come and then you're worried for the next three months if she was pregnant. Nothing beats <laughs> it, dude. Nothing beats it, bro. It's just the real aspect. Fuck it's you, dude. It's just the real anxiety-inducing. sex. Digital mainstream corporate sex baby <laughs> corporate, corporate sell out dude that's what they're gonna do that's what they're gonna do because you're talking about companies that are like listen all the way full circle companies that are like uh you know we really don't want you guys having sex however we do have a vr sex database where you can at will fuck any one of your coworkers, and they won't even know Damn. about it and that's like that's packaged in with your health care <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. part of Obamacare now. No, that's well, that's just part of like you know incent or uh, you know incentives full to work at a benefits. company. Yeah, full, oh, you benefits, full benefits. Dude, does that include uh, the the uh, coworker VR sex, sex simulation? <laughs> that dude, I'm telling you honestly, if you're talking about population control, which we weren't, but if we were talking about population control, if we're really gonna bring it full circle, if we're really gonna fucking talk to that level. That's going to be how it's done, dude, because I might like it, once once you give me a thing where I can just plug in and and basically like jerk. The only reason I have real sex these days is because it's still like two notches better than jerking off two notches. But like sometimes sometimes it's one notch less because I'm embarrassed <laughs> or like self-conscious or like trying not to come. I've never not tried to come when I was jerking off. Ever once yeah. in my life. If I come too quick when I'm jerking off, I'm like, great, I have more time in my day. Nah, awesome. I can jerk off again. Dope. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> more time to jerk off later. I'll jerk off later. It's fine. <laughs> but like, if they ever invent that, like, which they will. Yeah, dude, it's done, son. It's the end. It's the end of life as we know it. Because the entire human existence literally, literally is driven by our desire to pro create if that desire did not exist we would not be here and therefore if we invent a simulation that adequately and i'm talking adequately like pinpoint nails it the experience of having sex without the actual activity of having sex we're done as a species we're done i mean we might have a couple hipsters the world's gonna be full of hipsters they're the only ones fucking 
That's going to be that's yeah. going to be the end of days, dude. But then it's going to be a whole thing of like, you know, I'm thinking about it now and I'm like, you know, but then that's when we're going to have this massive uh, cultural revolution where we realize that like, you know, we're still you, you don't get the the fulfillment. You don't get mm-hmm. the real love making. You can't make love in VR. Mm-hmm. That's a different experience, dude. So Really, we might revert back to a society where everybody just fucks in VR until they meet or the person they love. Where technology divides culture in such a way that half the planet wants to be without it and half of it is sucked into it and sw- slowly dies off. Yeah, the planet's sucked into it is dumb. They're dumb. And then it just goes back to caveman times and then we're like, yo... Wouldn't religion be dope? <laughs> <laughs> that would really... Uh, that would be full circle. That would tie the knot together. That would that'd tie the knot up nice. I think that'd be a nice little tie-up for this pre-cap. Yeah, man. Too. Super, super pre-cap. We almost, super we, pre-cap, we, You know what? Dude. I just want you guys to take... We gave that was also just like a full fucking episode. Fucking podcast. Yeah, yeah. All right? That was fucking amazing. That was such a good episode. And you're about to listen to a pretty good live episode, too. So stu- tune in for that. Uh, we did plugs at the end of that. I don't think we need to do any more. We don't. We don't. We don't. All right. Stay tuned. Live Peace. ep coming up now. Nope, just started recording. Excellent. So we're going to run that back real quick. <laughs> do you have your script on you? Oh, man. I live from the studio. Live from the studio. This uh, the true beginning of the podcast. <laughs> Eric just now had the that was a test record. run. Test run. Yes. Yes. I'm Eric Glazer. I'm Jimmy Seleski. <laughs> we were. Uh, <laughs> so let's just run through the Baltimore County Fest. We're no. Wednesday we're night. We're not actually going to do it. that. All right. All right. Fantastic. Great. Off to let's, a great uh, start. Let's just get started real quick. We're going to bring up uh, uh, one of my best friends in Baltimore. Uh, came up with the idea for the festival with him and Dark Mark on his couch like four years ago almost. Uh, and then it just happened. Yeah. So, you know, give it up for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the shadow dictator of the Baltimore County Festival coming to the stage, Ivan Martin. <laughs> the, the black Jimmy Seleski. True. Hey. <laughs> Up, What's going on, people? Y'all made some noise coming out this evening, man. Thank y'all for coming out and joining the Baltimore Comedy Festival. We appreciate y'all. We've had a successful uh, 20 events, 19 shows. This is a part of the one special event that's like a show slash um, actually like stand-up show. Like yeah, and this is special. merch. If anyone wants to buy it, Ivan's putting it right here. No, 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 I'm not. No, I'm not. He would like He's you to know that it has pages, too. It's got oh, pages. Yeah. Yo, that's crazy. Yeah, um, that's funny. We was outside, and um, I was trying to show off like, because this year, it's not just a normal book. It has it says funny shit on it, and this is the first rat. And right, it says Baltimore Comedy Festival, and then you look through it. It's places for you to write the shows, and it's a map. So I was showing it to uh, Garrett. You'll see his stand-up later. He's a funny guy. And um, I was showing it to him, and I was trying to show him it's not just like a normal like notepad. I was like, here, look at it. And he opened it up, and this nigga said, oh, it's got pages. <laughs> I was like, of course. <laughs> like, you can yeah, see that. When you look at it, it's you got know? lines on the pages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, I know he was like shocked to see it said shit. Like it wasn't just like a notepad, but I didn't think he was gonna say it like that. And after that, the only thing I could think to myself was, 
it's been a long time since I heard the word pages. Like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> no, am I lying? Like, when the last time you heard the word pages? And then we all thought, Ivan, when's the last time you read a book, bro? Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> see, no, see, I'm not the only person that ain't heard the word pages in a long time. Am I right? Nah, I use a Mac. Thank you, thank you. And you read a lot, don't you? But you'll never be like, you'll never call nobody and be like, I read a lot of pages today. You never say that shit. Class, please turn to sheet number 14. <laughs> Now, is this one of these things that you can uh, write into? Yeah, also. Oh, oh man. <laughs> I was Interesting. <laughs> so these are what? How Six much are bucks, they? Six bucks, and you can hit up Ivan after the show. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> For these pages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, man, man what, what happened? What happened with... Uh, well, oh, yeah. you know how niggas... Be like, I'm a cancel, but I'm a cancel in a way that when you call me on it, I'm going to be like, oh, man, you ain't get that message. Mm -hmm. So that's what happened. I was like, yo, man, you made it in town? He was like, oh, man, you ain't get that message. I was like, no, my phone been on the whole time. <laughs> he was like, oh, I must have sent it to the wrong number. That's what the text message he sent me really said back. And I was like, nah, man, it's cool. But I know for a fact um, they are filming on set right now. And he got called in at the last minute, so that's all. Which is interesting because I tried to do some research on the man beforehand. Uh, ended up not really because yeah, I was about to say it's even more interesting. Very busy. I didn't do any yeah. preparation. But I it. talked to another comic who um, couldn't be here tonight because he's traveling. Ronald James. Yeah, uh, who actually he's in China to see a he's, wedding. He's in China, but also Ronald James. Uh, I think he's like the co-founder of Status Apparatus, and they yeah, sell they some have shirts some clothing here in the back. Yeah, so and upstairs as well. So yeah, check that out. Shout out that. Don't be afraid to but purchase I asked anything him, this evening. Please do purchase. I was like, purchase. do you watch Black Ink Crew? Because I need some tips for interviewing this guy. And I was like, what does he do? Because I tried looking up what he did on the show. And he was like, yeah, he doesn't really do anything. He, like, doesn't do tattoos. He's not, like, he's just kind of there a lot. <laughs> I was like, oh, Dan, this is going to be interesting. He wasn't here. Certainly wasn't, he wasn't here. here. He wasn't here. Yeah. He's there a lot. Not here. Not here. Not here. But uh, I, found his, uh, I found the Black Ink Crew Wikipedia today. And I, it's very funny because, like, I didn't know people use, like, Wikipedia, Wikipedia like, social media. But on his, <laughs> on his article... It also says he used to be the manager of the tattoo shop, but then he got demoted, and he's still stuck around. Yeah, exactly. But like now, what does he do? <laughs> like at least in the first season, he had a reason to be there. Now he's just there, <laughs> which I think is hilarious. But there, there are four comments on his Wikipedia page, and they're all very funny. <laughs> One is called. I fig you so much, which I don't know what that means. Uh, <laughs> the way you ride for your kids, and I would love it if you would holler back at me. My name is Dale, but I am a chick. <laughs> <laughs> you are a cool dude, Walt. <laughs> 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 the next one is, hey, Walt, I don't know if you really get on here, but if you do, oh, my God, I love your humor on Black Ink. <laughs> like, this isn't his page. <laughs> I don't know if you check this fan Wikipedia page <laughs> about yourself much. <laughs> Are you an admin on this site? <laughs> um, and then one of the con, the one of the the last two are very funny because it's just is Caesar single? And then another user saying yes. <laughs> no clue who Caesar is. Is Caesar on Black Ink Crew? Oh no, he's the he's like the boss boss at Black Ink Crew. Yeah, because that's what Ronald said. He was like, yo, there's like. It's kind of like Shakespearean, because like 
a lot of like <laughs> a lot of drama happens on the show. And he's like, and the main guy's name is Caesar. It's crazy. And he's single. And he is single. So if any anyone wants to go up to New York, they're filming Black Ink Crew right now. Apparently. Right now. <laughs> right now. Um, but yeah, so sorry if anyone came out for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it is Ivan Martin's fault. Ivan S. Martin. Oh my it is gosh. His fault. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, if it's you crazy need help spelling his name, it's on the t shirt three times. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my name's gotta, not on the shirt gotta, once, gotta, dude. I'm still gotta, salty about that. We gotta stop <laughs> this. We gotta that. stop this, yo, because <laughs> what are we gonna do when we get to like the fiftieth year and shit? Like people gonna be like, who the shit. fuck is Ivan Martin? Like can't do that. <laughs> That so might be like the fifth year. I don't know. Yeah, we'll give kidding. it up. I'm playing. Because you're so successful, you can't do it anymore. Man, out here trying to get it, man. I'm thankful. You're just on uh, Heart of the City. Man, I was, man. It was nice being on um, Comedy Central. We had you on the podcast post Heart of the City, but we like didn't really talk about it much because we were just all having fun. Yeah, I mean, that's what we, I mean. everybody was excited. It was a good thing for the city. It's been the first time that the uh, city and the Baltimore comedy scene was highlighted in about, uh, say, 10 to 15 years. And other than that, the only other person we had from the city to um, do something was uh, Big Fred, and he was on, I want to say, the VH1 show. Am I right, y'all? Was it a VH1 show? Yeah. Yeah, and that was like... Oxygen. He was on. He was on. He was on oxygen, and that was like really dope. But it wasn't. Um, he didn't have an opportunity. He didn't have opportunity to do actual stand up. So it was really good for something to highlight the city. You know what I'm saying? So we happy to be back around. Hell yeah, oh yeah big man. things. Guys, give it up for Ivan Martin. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bring up uh, Garrett. You want to come up? Garrett. We got a coming to the stage now, friend of the show, uh, and he's also doing some comedy. Later Ooh. on this show tonight. Oh, he's going this side, dog. Okay. Am I saying? Am I saying? Uh, I mean, hey, you can sit chill down, dude. Sit you down, want. bro. Okay. Sit down. Guys, Garrett Harvest. Garrett is also the Hello. host. This mic work? Of yeah. every Wednesday <laughs> oh, yeah. night. Or the comedy at Motorhouse. He be handling the list, killing shit. Every Wednesday. Uh, come out if you're not a comedian. Comedians, it's too many, y'all. Stop coming. <laughs> 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 I'm being this place is nice. Who owned this? You own this? You own this place? Who owned it? You own it? God knew you. You had to be a white dude, yo. You got all the <laughs> <laughs> You got the bootleg designer rug. I like you buy you buy like vintage stuff. You don't. This is yeah. all exclusive shit, bro. Garrett's trying so to offload a lot. I was going to try to sell you some. Garrett shit. was trying to see. He was trying to see <laughs> what the price saw, range was like. That's what I'm saying. I saw you had champion jerseys. That's why I was asking. Ooh. Yeah, y'all yeah, yeah. give it up for Harrison right That's here. Let's talk about Van. All you need to do is be black, and then you got the whole package. Trying. <laughs> 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 <All right. laughs> <laughs> this is nice, though. It's a nice place. Yeah, man. How's how's your experience at the festival so far? It's been good, man. I uh, I just did. Uh, I hosted the show at the Crown last night. Mm -hmm. It was cool. Like some late night show. Dragon came through with the music, so it was a good vibe. A lot of people came through, and. Uh, all the comics did well. It was cool. Oh, nice yeah. way to end the Sunday portion of the festival. Yeah. Great way. Yeah. Does anyone else feel like the festival's been going on forever? <laughs> it's yeah. been, no, it do like, it by, the time, like very by the time Monday come, you'd be like, all right. It is Monday, dude. <laughs> That's, That's the why I'm like thing. up here like, all right. <laughs> should be like should be like football season. Like it takes all year to do <laughs> yeah. this shit. Like it's really no days off. Dude, yeah, honestly. man, we had we had people come in from uh, New York, LA. We had like a lot of LA comics this year. 
I think we had like 10 come in, and that was like really dope. Yeah, it was a girl from Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah, Madison, Wisconsin Madison came through. Ooh. That was crazy. We had um, we had somebody come from, uh, we had a few people from Atlanta, had some people from Georgia. So yeah, man, it was crazy this year. It was really nice. Yeah, Real man. nice. Awesome to hear. Garrett, when did you officially glow up? What? Because <laughs> I remember when you first moved to the comedy scene. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this shit Straight out of like Yo. an improv class no in Jersey. Lie. No lie. For I Cameron, talk, I, talk, I have no, ain't no shame. I talk about this shit all the time. It happened like three years ago. For Cameron and three Colin, they ago. came back and was like, "Who is this nigga?" <laughs> <laughs> Yo, and I see, and I see Colin every year at the festival. Every time he's like, "Oh, you know how deep his voice is." Oh my God, the beard. <laughs> 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 the beard, man, it's looking good. I'm like, yeah. I mean, a lot. He got a fucking big ass beard. <laughs> I mean, a lot getting a compliment from a bearded dude. Like, yeah, nice beard. Oh yeah. Work hard you, for. What's on your wrist? Is that some like puka shells or? Oh, this right here. Nah, this the is other from, one. This is from Celine by KGB. She's okay. an entrepreneur in the city. She makes these beaded bracelets, and I got these from the dude at my corner. He bought that with a nickel nah, bag. He sells, <laughs> I know we got we got Baltimore heads in here. He the dude right next to Holland's Market that be selling the natural and African goods. Man, okay. he's he's a good dude. Does anybody else? <laughs> What's his name, Snow? Junkie, Junkie Earl. Earl. Junkie, Junkie Earl. Earl with the <laughs> show. Junkie Earl got some <laughs> nice shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Snow, come on up here. Yo, Snow, switch out with me. Y'all give it up for Snow, man. Y'all give it up for Snow. <laughs> now, I know you got some chunky Earl stories. All right, well, then leaving the stage now. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Hey, he told me his name was Rob, yo. His name is Junkie Earl. <laughs> Junkie Earl. <laughs> now, I'm going to call him that shit. Oh, this shit is me. nice. I didn't even know See you could go up there. Yeah, well, right. you can. <laughs> I can't. What's uh, up I'm there? I'm sure you can. Oh, why? Uh, <laughs> he was real strong with clothes. <laughs> yeah, so Snow runs a trap comedy with Ben Smith and uh, Bruce, Bruce Daddy. Daddy. Yeah, I do trap comedy, which is my brand. Um, I love my shit. Straight yeah, how'd that, up. how'd that start? <laughs> Straight up. Straight <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> you get cool, that started? Because I know you and Bruce. Comedy? Yeah, you and Bruce. I've been doing comedy for two years now. Mm -hmm. So when I first came in, it wasn't really trap comedy. It was just me. And then when Bruce came, Bruce kind of like we kind of like bullied the name for real. Mm -hmm. Like you gotta give it up to Gato, cause Gato was a dude coming from PA Yo, I seen that nigga and and New York, <laughs> and he would and he would come to Baltimore, but he would do trap comedy. Oh, and after a while, we just took that shit. Like, yeah, that's our shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's the most trap comedy. <laughs> I used to see y'all both posting the shit. I'm like, y'all, yeah. they in cahoots? Like, what's going on? Nah, like, yo. He used to just post we, up nah, over it, his flyers. Use crazy. the bottom half. <laughs> no, nah, it was crazy because Joe would come back and forth to Baltimore. And then when he figured out, like, we was doing trap comedy, he would, like, press down on us a little bit. Then I just thought about the smart way. I said, you know what? Let me own the name to this motherfucker. <laughs> 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 and straight did it. And then before you know it, we all was born. That's actually a, that's kind of an analogous story to the Baltimore Comedy Festival. The first year when we were setting up for the festival, we put out all the promo material in like July or whatever. And then like in August, some random people put up the Baltimore Comedy and Arts Festival. And they were going to have it at Pimlico. And it looked like a real, you know, shit show. 
Um, <laughs> Nothing like they, this. And they didn't. about to beef with some people <laughs> up, Paul Knight? Dude, well, what, it, what happened was we registered the trademark for Baltimore Comedy and Arts Festival and the Baltimore Comedy Festival, <laughs> bought the website for the Baltimore Comedy and Arts Festival, and then... We just never heard from them again. They just kind of damn. They canceled the shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. That's Somebody all. Ivan, how you stomp him out, dude? That's how you stomp him out? I'm crying right the now. The shadow dictator. They straight, the they straight said, "Oh yeah, I know how I kill y'all. Cancel that shit." <laughs> <laughs> y'all who want to own the rights? Okay, oh. next. What you want to be sued? <laughs> <laughs> straight up. Yeah, that's funny as shit. Damn! Oh y'all, yeah. y'all went harder than I did. Hold on, <laughs> <laughs> y'all beefing with people up all kinds. <laughs> it was like it was like two <laughs> squeegee, hey, squeegee, a bunch of squeegee boys put their squeegee money together and was like, "Yo, we gonna hire some." At this point, I don't even feel safe sitting by this window. You might be a mock man. <laughs> it's cool. We tight. You good with me? Oh, tight. dope. Perfect. Guys, Snow and Garrett Harvest. Yeah. Give it up. Oh, yeah. Thank let's, you. Uh, That's our cue to get the fuck yeah, out Yeah, let's here. switch up with uh, right. Colin Peace Cameron and real quick. Thanks for coming on, guys. Thanks, guys. Come to the stage. Two of my buddies who, uh, you know, traveled all the way across the good old USA to live in uh, California whole, now. Yes, all the way from Los Angeles. Continent. That's what we did. Yeah, <laughs> you, left, you left me, and now... I know. I get to uh, tell everyone how terrible you are. That's fine. <laughs> no, that's not the case. The proof is in the pudding, baby. We love baby. you guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's so nice to be back. Be it back really live and be back in the studio. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. Been Even a though this isn't years. really the studio. No, it's not right. at all. I've <laughs> never been here before, live but I like it. <laughs> and it hasn't been live for like two years. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> cool. This is actually the first time I've done anything live in a long time, and you can tell. Yeah. <laughs> so. I uh, I actually listened to the episode that Colin and I did on the plane ride here. Oh, yeah. Some, uh, like such a long time ago. It was just the four of us, not the one with Liz, with oh, the other okay. one. Um, Because that one is deleted somehow. But anyways. um, Oh, I didn't see it. It's a bonus episode. Oh. Uh, Sorry about the Patreon. So sorry. Well, it's a free bonus. (laughs) We don't have a Patreon Uh, Okay. (laughs) Um, But it was just funny. There's uh, We were talking about like Disney music and stuff like that. And it was really nice to remember. I didn't know that we were going to do this. So it's it's a nice little... I took an edible today. So, <laughs> <laughs> so guys, check out that back episode. It's really I hard to find. Pairing it with an edible. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good time. <laughs> I took two edibles today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Day's on vacay. <laughs> I'm on vacay. It's fine. Did you guys yeah. just come out for the festival? Like, how long are you guys staying here? Oh. Yeah, I mean, we leave uh, Wednesday afternoon, yeah, but we yeah. came out with a. Yeah, the express Sweet. intent to come to the festival because we missed the last two, which yeah, sucks. And I was like, I'm not missing it again. And so then, were you uh, were you performing every night, or do you have any time to like just like chill or at all or anything like that? Yeah, I think we only performed two, two times. times. Oh, really? Each, three times each. And maybe? so we got to spend a couple nights uh, with Colin's family, which was yeah. nice. Which awesome. was just yeah. sitting around <laughs> and napping <laughs> and watching Ace Ventura two when oh nature my God. calls. Have you That's guys the best seen one that? Though. That's a oh nice boy. vacation. That's a classic. Though. Just yeah. being able to relax. That one is terrifying. It's a lot of time filler. It's, it's a lot of time. Uh, how little plot is actually in that movie? That's the one where he on. comes out of the rhino. Do you remember that? <laughs> 
pretty obvious. Yeah. Wow. It's, uh, <laughs> so how did he end up in the rhino's ass in the it first It was place? a fake rhino. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then the, the door broke. And so the only way, and he was naked because the fan AC, broke, yeah. his fan right. broke. His fan broke. So then the only way out, and it was like human and gross, was through this like. Ventilation yeah. hole in the rhino's yeah. ass. And yeah. so it was like, anyways, you guys should check. Uh, if you haven't watched it, Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls, Wild yeah. Ride. Get two edibles, <laughs> hunker two down, edibles. watch na- Nature Calls, <laughs> and then back to back it with an old episode of Live from the Studio. <laughs> <laughs> now that's what I call a Sunday night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, it's really nice to be back in Baltimore. I feel like I've cried every day because I'm so happy I'm here. Yeah. This is my favorite place in the whole world. How are you guys yeah. digging LA though? Is it it's like fine? It's fine, but you like Baltimore better. Yeah, way better. Sure. Really? <laughs> yeah, way it's better. It's much better. I was like talking to Colin when we were like walking uh, to Lock Raven, and mm. I was like, I mean, it's just you can't compare it. Like it's just we've tried, and then it's. But then it's like, you just can't because Baltimore is just so much better. Like, yeah. it's just, I took two edibles. <laughs> <laughs> is this like a secret way to stop like comedians from moving out to L.A.? You just want all the spots out there for yourself? Yeah. yeah. I don't oh, God. There's way too many comedians out no, there. No, there's way, but way too many. Even if you took away half of them, there'd be too many. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, so nobody else move. We're, <laughs> we're good. We're full out there. It's fine. Yeah. Heck it just yeah. is better here. For sure. You thinking about s- coming back, or wh- what's your move? We That's would love to plan. buy, yeah, yeah. like really? to live here. Yeah. Like, f- to, like, like, buy a house. Yeah, and, and like, actually live here, but then be able to go, and go work back other for places. work or That's something like that. That's yeah. the goal. The, co- the career goal is to come back to Baltimore. Yeah. <laughs> You'll come um, back when that, like, the Magna train to New York is, like, a 15-minute ride. Ooh, That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I heard That's about that. Plan. The apparel's going to happen in, like, 2060 or something. Yeah, oh so we'll, we'll see you guys in a little bit. Yeah, I'll see you in, like, 40 years. I may be dead. The sun may have have exploded. <laughs> uh, you know, 2060, baby. So you can meet my kids. Ooh, yeah, we're gonna. <laughs> they'll have uh, you know radiation poisoning, but <laughs> so they'll look just like not a lot of four years old, but already grown up because yeah. of all the radiation. Yeah, everyone will be Benjamin Button by then. Oh God. This is not going to happen it's to my fun. children. Sorry. Is this freaking you out? <laughs> no, it's not freaking me out. I just know they'll be stronger. Because <laughs> oh. they'll nice. be, they'll have some black in them, so they're not going to be all radiated and shit. That's <laughs> true. That is true. It's true. The opposite of radiation, <laughs> melanin. This is why I keep them around. Thank you guys for. Yeah, sorry, this was so boring. Thanks for coming, and and you know, you gave a real good. Uh, in a tourism board. <laughs> <laughs> Told everybody, like don't go to L.A. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's, it's so overrated. <laughs> <laughs> I was just out there. I, I grew up, up there, so I can say it sucks. It sucks there. And the Olympics are about to come, which is going to make everything worse. <laughs> like, True. It's going to be really rough when, when those are going on. Yeah, but, so things know. are going pretty good for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, you'll be beloved this, or below the sea in a couple years. Yeah, so it's fine. Yeah, you know, so really rats. enjoy it while you can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> okay, very so dry out there, so you need all the water you can get. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, Colin and Okay, thanks. Yeah, so Give much. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we also got a comedy show coming up after this. But, uh, you know, figured we'd do a little host rap out. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, shout out to FRS, Mount Vernon, 515 Cathedral Street. Yeah. Anyone listening, come check it out. Um, thanks to all the comics that popped in real quick. Uh, just like a quick little show before the show. Mm-hmm. And then the show before the podcast was me and Elizabeth. We were eating Thai food up here. <laughs> yeah, so. I saw that. I was, uh, I was like, damn. I wish I had Thai food. <laughs> I wish they had. So me. I walked six miles to the set. I skipped seven, seven, seven Elevens trying to get to the one I got to. But <laughs> I made it. Dude, finally we're show ready, and it's just yes. about the end. Perfect. Perfect. Um, do you have anything coming up you want to plug? Um, yeah. If you enjoyed the three things I said tonight, um, <laughs> <laughs> I play music for a living, so. Uh, but uh, let's see. I didn't. I didn't uh, prepare with my calendar. Well, every Sunday you're at the horse. Yeah, yeah. I don't know Fells if anybody Point. hangs out in Fells Point. Or I play. I play every Sunday night uh, at the horse you came in on down in Fells Point. I play guitar and I sing. We had the band and everything like that going. Jimmy's a very talented musician. <laughs> you probably did. You He's a have. sweetheart. Um, yeah. And then every second Friday yeah, every at the s- Point in Towson? Every second Friday at the Point in Towson, I play with the band. Uh, that's 9 to 1. And again, every Sunday night at the Horseshoe Came In On and Fells, I play 10 to Close. Uh, other than that, at Jimmy Seleski on everything. Awesome. I do Top Secret every second Wednesday at the Crown. Every fourth Wednesday, do Hot Set with Elizabeth. Um, so, you know, any more plugs? <laughs> uh, yeah, obviously, guys, definitely follow us. Uh, at LFTS Podcast on everything. That's live from the studio. Think about LFTS Podcast on everything. We got an Instagram. We got a Twitter. We're on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, the the podcast app on your iPhone. I hear. Yeah. I have a droid. Does anyone in the audience have any plugs they want to do? Club Out of Town every third Thursday, right? Motorhouse every Wednesday. Art of Comedy. Garrett hosts. Ivan Shadow produces that as well. Um, <laughs> Sidebar. Give it up, give Sidebar it up for the Baltimore month. Comedy Festival. Thank you. Coming to a close tonight. There's the closing ceremonies at Sidebar down the street. Uh, let's get this comedy show started, and then we'll all head over there. Cool. All right. Who's up?